Hi guys, welcome to Living Life Well with Simone Thomas. I've been hashtagged a few times as the wellness warrior, but I'm not going to lie, my life isn't always like that daily. I'm going to talk to you about what I try to do daily, uh, what things don't always work daily, because I'm not always able to fit, you know, fitness and exercise into a daily routine. And even I forget to take my Simone Thomas wellness tablets. I'm great at giving advice to everybody else and looking after my family. But typically, as a mum and a boss and the best friend, you always kind of forget to look after yourself. So I'll kind of give you a little insight into what I do. And the main thing, guys, is don't be hard on yourself. You know, change comes slowly. And like I say, you know, if you're 80% good, you can afford to be 20% bad. So being a hashtag wellness warrior, Simone Thomas Wellness, not every day goes as planned. I do get very angry with myself if I'm not able to exercise. I'm not great just going into a normal gym. I get very, very bored. I need to be pushed. I need to be motivated. I do need to be shouted at like a military camp. And that's why in the past, like boxing, sparring has always been great for me because it's something that you're learning. And I like to look back on, you know, three or six months and think, oh God, I don't look like Bambi on ice anymore. I'm actually able to move my feet a little bit, or I am actually able to skip. And I remember years ago, an amazing PT down here called Ben Mills. And, um, he always calls me Thomas and he's like, go on in Thomas, do a warm up skip. And I think he absolutely peed his pants because he was like, what kind of skipping is that? And it was the typical schoolgirl, you know, skipping. And he was like, no, like this is We've got to learn proper boxing skipping. So he was showing me and I was like, I don't think I'm going to do that. And anyway, I remember trying and I got a few whiplashes with the skipping rope and stuff. But eventually, you know, I was able to do it where you're kind of doing the figure of eight and then you jump into the, the skipping rope and it was all about practice. And I absolutely loved those times. They were just before I had had Ashton that I was, I was kind of doing that form of exercise and wellness. And then kind of since then, you know, things have come and gone. I don't train with with Ben anymore because he's just too busy that he doesn't have any any slots. And I think the slot that he did have for me was at like 6 a.m. And I was like, as much as I would love to, I know that I'd end up cancelling on you. I'd end up mucking you around because just even with the boys, it, it's just not possible. So in my garden, I have one, two, three pound weights, 10 pounds. I have a battle rope, a yoga mat. I follow an app, which is a lady called Brooke Burke. Um, she's an American lady. She is like my idol. So there's a couple of women that are my idol. And one of them is Elizabeth Hurley. And Brooke Burke is definitely my other. They're, they're slightly older than me. I don't actually know how much older, but they're incredible, sensational bodies. Yes, they've got amazing hair, which I'm very jealous about, but I'm on my tablets once again because I'm a nightmare. I give everybody all the advice out there, but I'm a nightmare for sticking to a regime some of the times because I get busy or you're dealing with a cereal disaster mop up of milk or the dishwasher, or you're just late for a meeting that I'm always telling, you know, everybody else in the house, you know, have you taken your vitamin? Have you had this? And then I forget. You know, and then I then go to bed and think, oh God, I better take mine. And I notice through lockdown that when I do actually follow it, I notice the difference. But 
I, I would be lying to you if I said every day, yeah, I'm a wellness warrior and I'm on it and I'm organized because it's just not possible. Um, I've tried to fit exercise into my you know, regime in the afternoon. Again, I've realized it just doesn't suit me with work. You know, things come in, emails, last minute quotes or having to write articles for magazines and newspapers. And you think, should I go back and say no, because I meant to go and do PT for an hour. But then you think, well, if you say no, it damages your name and reputation. So then all of a sudden, you know, the PT kind of goes out the window. So for me, I find like a Monday and a Friday are kind of my admin days where I tend to work on myself that I will catch up with things that have come in. I do the boring things like the food shopping. The cleaner comes on a Monday, so we have a, a little catch up and she luckily does all my ironing. But then I'll then try to find those two days for exercise. So a bit of PT. I did sign up last year to an amazing company down here called Tone, Tone Fitness. And it's kind of like a, a hit boot camp, but that's obviously been closed for the last three, four months. And they give you a food program and, and everything else, which I didn't follow the food side because I'm kind of trained in that and I like to eat what I what I eat. But it was more for being in a group environment and culture and, and kind of having a goal to kind of set, which actually I didn't actually achieve. So the first six weeks, and this is why you shouldn't be so hard on yourself because everybody's bodies are different. I, you either have weight to lose or body fat. And, you know, I'm five foot 11, I'm nine stone. So if you were going to look at me, you would say, okay, well, I should be 11 stone or whatever. But they said, okay, let's give you a percentage of body fat to lose. Well, the six weeks came and I put more on. <laughs> so I think they were expecting this like amazing before and after picture of me to be like, yeah, look what Simone's done. And I think I put on like 0.02. So not much, but I was like, I knew that I had, I was going to, because at the time the boy's father hadn't been very well again, he'd been taken into hospital and just things that were going on in life and business. I just didn't have control over. So I knew that I was going into the Pity Prince and having a big quiche and salad. Well, that's probably got a thousand calories in itself and, you know, and a cappuccino and all the other things. So I try not to be too hard on myself. I do have goals still of where I would like to get with running, with training, with exercise, but I'm not hard on myself that if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen because I know it will happen when it's meant to. My biggest thing that I am very strict with in the sense of is food. So I will most probably eat two breakfasts a day. I've got a very fast metabolism. I get very hangry if I don't eat, if I don't drink enough water. So I will always have breakfast at home in the morning, which can be, you know, um, like granola soaked overnight or oats with almond or coconut milk with chai seeds with honey. They're all the things that you kind of see on my IGTVs and my YouTube. Sometimes I'll have eggs on toast. It really does vary in a protein smoothie. And then normally, you know, when I'm in the salon at kind of 10 o'clock, I'm hungry again. So I'll have like avocado on toast. And then I have then the quiche and the salad, which my bottom doesn't like or my hips, but it's so scrummy that I just tempted all the time. Um, and then I'll have like afternoon snacks and dinner, but I'm always making sure that it's kind of good fats, you know, fruit and vegetables. When I am on it with taking my tablets, you know, then I definitely notice my moods lifted. I notice if I don't take my super greens and my probiotics, I feel quite tired, you know, having two young boys under the age of five, 
they're not good in the sense that they will definitely go to bed at 7 p.m. and up at 7 a.m. You could be battling with both of them or you could be battling with one of them, you know, till 10 o'clock at night. And by the time you then kind of take a breath and switch off, it's midnight. And then Ashton, who's an early riser, could get up at half five. And for me, you know, and when I'm telling people sleep is so important for your mindset, for your body, for absolutely every part of kind of well-being. So I used to get really stressed about it, about not having control, because if I kind of take a step back and look at myself as a person, I probably am a bit of a control freak. You know, I think when you run your own business, you're used to having things your own way. Everything's kind of on your terms in your diary when you feel like you're going to do it. So when these little people come into your life and it throws it completely out the window, it does take a little while to kind of adjust when you're kind of doing all the other things. So I try to be, you know, as healthy as I possibly can. I don't really drink alcohol much anymore. It doesn't agree with me because of my endometriosis. If I do drink, literally I'm paying for it kind of two, three, four days after that I've just realized what does work for me, what doesn't. I have a very mixed diet. I do eat meat, but again, if I do, I'll get it from the butchers. I don't tend to buy it from the supermarket. I get fresh fruit and veg organic delivery boxes. I try to buy local. And the same with the boys. I've been very lucky that from a very early age, I never did like baby packet food. Whatever I had, I would make for them in a blender and just kind of, you know, make it a lot more mushier with like, you know, hot water. But they're amazing, you know, and Ashton loves broccoli. So for a four and a half year old who goes crazy over broccoli is just amazing. We don't um, give them fruit juices as such. They don't have squash even Marmite, as much as I love it and they do, it's got um, MSGs in. And I notice a real trigger of mood and aggression and temper tantrums. So I'm very careful with the foods that we kind of give to them. And it's not saying that they don't have ice cream, they don't have chocolate bars because they do. But I try to get them involved with cooking those kind of things. So I have a um, amazing machine called a Thermomix and it's incredible. It's expensive, but it's worth it. It's this basically all-in-one singing dancing machine that has 40,000 recipes, but you can make your own stuff along the way. And for my boys, they absolutely love it. So we do protein balls or they'll make risotto with me and they'll put the ingredients in. Ashton absolutely loves homemade soup. So it's a really great way of kind of getting them involved with cooking. If they ever have like lasagna, there's like five different vegetables in there. Like it's all hidden and they don't know. And and it's foods that, you know, they absolutely love. And for me, it's very important to kind of give them, you know, kind of the same diet as me, a balanced diet. I remember growing up, I don't think I'd got to go to McDonald's till I was maybe eight or nine, or maybe it was even wimpy. I think I had a birthday there with a Mickey Mouse cake, I think it was. But the minute you have one of those, that's it. You just, you want more, you know? So as a teenager, you know, you go from a a, a private school, school, you know, food, which is, you know, dumplings and stew and, and all these other things. And then when you're allowed home at weekends or you're allowed into town when you're later on in the years, it's like, oh, let's go to Burger King. Let's go to McDonald's, you know, which is not great, you know, but it's all about kind of 80% good, 20% bad. And that's how I kind of, you know, live my life by. I'm going out this Saturday with staff. I'm taking them out for a gorgeous Chinese at 1805, I think it is, to, to where I live. And it's the most beautifulest Chinese, very high level of food. Let's say it, it's not 
you know, nasty or full of sugars. But I know when I go there, you know, not to drink, you know, drink some water, maybe have a glass of, of rosé or a gin and tonic. But I know if I have any more than that, the next couple of days, I'm going to suffer. I'm not going to be the best mum because I'm not going to want to get up on a Sunday. We're not going to go down to the beach, go surfing. So it's kind of learning to make those changes and stuff as well. But I try to have structure. And for when people see me, a lot of it is a big change, but it's not a costly change. So for a lot of women, for example, that have fertility issues or hair loss, a lot of it's about gut bacteria or wheat and yeast and dairy and removing those and then introducing things like flax seeds. So flax seeds are amazing for women. You know, we should take them daily. It really helps with our kind of gynae region and balancing of hormones. And again, these are kind of things that I look at with people that are going through menopause or premenopausal. It's you don't want to be taking HRT. Let's recreate your new diet. Let's look at the foods that you're eating and how we can regulate the body. And that's another thing that I've kind of been researching a lot more at the moment is about menopause and premenopausal. Because of my endometriosis and things that I've gone through, I'm slightly higher risk, if that's the right word, to go through those stages a bit earlier than, than other women. And it's one thing that I've wondered this year, am I kind of going through those changes? So I've been changing my diet. I've been recently looking at a keto diet, which I love, but I'm so bloody hungry all the time that I'm trying to get my head around it and eating the right things. But I'm going to do it for six months because it's something I want to write about because I don't like to give knowledge to people unless I've tried something because I want to know how it makes me feel the good and the bad to be able to then tell kind of other people. But when people come in, it's, you know, a 30, 60, 90 day step. All of us typically boxing day comes. I'm not going to do this. I'm going to go on a diet. I'm going to sign up to the gym. Within the first month, it will all go out the window because we put too much pressure on ourselves and we try to do too much too soon. And even if your first 30 days is to have breakfast, because the amount of people that don't is quite alarming, and especially women who then get imbalances, get hair loss, even get weight gain, get skin conditions. It's like, well, actually wake up and make yourself a nice breakfast. And a lot of the time they say, well, I'm not hungry. And it's actually, no, you are, but you're so used to that feeling in your body. You don't realize that it's hunger. You think it's a caffeine fix that you need. So for like the first, you know, the first 30 days, it's like, okay, well, let's introduce breakfast to you. Oh, I don't like eggs. I don't like this. And it's like, okay, there's more than just scrambled eggs in the morning or porridge. And it's all about, like I've, I've said before, in, a, in, a, in another kind of catch up 20 minute episode with me, it's all about diversity and not being scared of change and buy a couple of cookbooks and it doesn't matter if it goes wrong. You haven't got to take a picture and put it on Instagram. Just learn what you like and what your body likes. And then kind of at 60 days, it's like, okay, well, let's meal prep my lunch because I'm going to buy a meal deal every day, you know, a sandwich, a pack of crisps and a, a coffee. And when you kind of look at how the body works, you know, that has got no nutritional value. So if you are suffering with fatigue, with thyroid, with stomach complaints, with stomach issues, with hair loss, kind of if you put everything that you ate in a day on a table, if that's not the color of the rainbow or you know it's not being grown naturally or it's in a packet, you really know the effects it's going to have on your body. So it's kind of working slowly over those kind of 90 days to make the changes. And within 90 days, your friends are going to comment about how well you look or what is it that you're doing. You know, if you've got new makeup on, your skin's glowing, what lipstick, your teeth look whiter, your eyes look brighter, and then you'll start to feel different because you're getting the compliments. You know, your hair will feel thicker, your skin would have improved. The 
constipation would have subsided, you know, not being able to sleep at night. And a lot of it is all down to food. And that's kind of where I'll always say to people, let's look at your food and your lifestyle and going to bed, get off your mobile phone. Don't use technology because your body needs to sleep. You know, otherwise you disrupt your kind of circadian rhythm. And the biggest thing is food, food and water, you know, and a roof over your head is all we really need, you know, in life to survive. And I think with what we've gone through recently, we've all realized you know, what is important and what isn't. And health is definitely important. All of us want to be here till we're whatever age. If you've got children, you want to see their children and and even maybe their children. And only you can do that. Only you've got kind of the power within you to make those changes. Don't ever look for a 14 day quick win because whatever it is that you win or you'll lose and you'll lose it a lot more, you'll put, you know, weight back on or your, your skin or hair will suffer. Just take baby steps, you know, and don't beat yourself up that it, if it takes a year to lose those three stone, it's a healthy way to lose that weight um, or to make food changes. So if you're 80% good guys, be 20% bad, otherwise life's going to be very boring. And like I said, I have good weeks. I have bad weeks. The last three, four weeks, I haven't been able to exercise apart from, you know, going down the beach, running with the boys. I haven't physically been able to get any exercise in because it's been 12, 14 hour days and I'm listening to my body that I'm exhausted. And I just think I haven't got that extra little bit in me. So don't be hard on yourself, but kind of make the changes slowly, you know, and if you've got any questions or anything that you think you're doing right, but you're not getting results or whatever, you know, reach out to me. Um, And if I don't know, I will definitely know, you know, a team of experts because I work with a lot of people that can definitely kind of, you know, put you in the right direction. And for anybody that lives kind of down here in Dorset, a couple of members of my staff that have wanted to lose weight have signed up to Tone Fitness. They haven't been able to, you know, to go yet because they signed up just before lockdown. But that's incredible, you know, and as a woman going into a mainly a woman environment, the women that I have met are amazing. They are the loveliest bunch. Everybody's there for different reasons. There's no egos. There's no, well, you're a size eight. Why are you here? It's everybody's there for whatever their personal goal is, whether it's to get stronger, to lose weight, to build muscle, to have definition, to learn about food. Um, It's an amazing place. Um, It's run by an Olympic athlete. I can't actually remember his name, um, but it's a great place for anybody that kind of lives down here that I would definitely say if you're wanting to get into the fitness and nutrition kind of way of life, then that's a really good start. And the great part is, is if you pass the six week challenge, which I failed, you get your money back. So you've got nothing to lose, guys. So um, that's one thing that I would definitely kind of recommend and and something that I'm going to continue once they're kind of reopened and stuff as well. Thanks for listening. If you want to send me your questions, your emails, do. You can follow me and the podcast on social media. You can find me on Simone Thomas Wellness. I'm also Facebook, Simone Thomas Wellness World. And I'd just really love to hear from you. 